Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning, fellas. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. Big fan of the show. It's Jeremy White and Joe DiBiase. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. Hello there. Hey, you guys! Hey, guys. Love the show. Big fans. Over probably 20 years. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Call or text WGR at 8030550 or post on X at WGR550 and get connected to Jeremy and Joe now. Good morning. Friday morning. We'll lead you into the weekend here. It's pretty nice out. It's pretty nice out. Low 40s. It's clear. It's been a pretty nice week for the weather. The uh, the groundhog might have been onto something when he said spring was coming a little bit early. Good morning. Jody Biasi, Sal Capaccio, Jeremy White is off today. He'll also be off on Monday. And Sal alerted me right before we got going here to this. Uh, this how do we pronounce this guy's name? Rempy? Remp? Rempy, I believe. I believe it's Rempy. Yeah, I'm listening to the audio, and it's Rempy, Rempy. and Bastion, right? Rempy and Bastion. Yeah, you would think it's like a... Uh, mm-hmm. like a, like a Snake Bastion. Know, an old Revolutionary War uh, drama series with names like that. <laughs> so, this is a hit from last night morning. We're going we're gonna to open with some hockey here. We'll get some football along the way. We've got Kyle Krabs at 8 a.m. from... Uh, the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with uh, Joe Marino. Uh, he'll join us at 8. Talk a little bit about, he had a show recently about like the perfect free agent moves for each team and had an mm. interesting one for the Bills. So Plus draft stuff from Kyle because he's good with that and also does Locked On Dolphins. So you get to a lot with him. But, all right, so this hit, Sal, why, why, why did it catch your attention last night in this Rangers-Devils game? Caught my attention this morning because I, I ran across a tweet from Ryan Whitney, actually. And Ryan Whitney said in his tweet, basically, let's stop with talking about avoidable hits. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, this guy. So, apparently, this guy, Rempe, just to... I don't know much about him, but from what I'm reading about him is he's a he's a call-up from the AHL. Yeah. And he literally... This was his only shift. It was his, this was the only shift that he had. Joe, he's on the ice for 10 seconds before this happened. Okay. And he's a fourth liner, and he's a he's a he's a checking line guy. That's what he is. Yep. Not now. I, I don't. I'm not going to put the word goon on him. Like I don't think that's what this is anymore. Right. This is a guy who's a physical player. We don't really have those kinds of guys. I don't think that's what he is. Mm-hmm. But he's a fourth line checker. He's a big physical guy. And apparently, Ryan Whitney, what he said was, and what, I'll read it to you. He said, "So a fourth line call up shouldn't hit someone. His number one job because it's avoidable. Mm-hmm. Get the bleep out of here." And 
the question is on this hit, and we can walk through it and talk about it. Okay, maybe he could have avoided him, but he's allowed to hit him. You don't have to avoid him just because it's okay to hit somebody. Mm-hmm. He wound up hitting him. He's super big. Bastion's smaller. His yeah. shoulder hit Bastion's head, head, and then Bastion was bleeding, and uh, Rempe got a five-minute major and a game misconduct. Yeah. He is, by the way, you mentioned he's big. He is 6'9". Like, he there is... I, I think that might be... How how big was Tyler Myers? It's been a long time. 6'8", right? Like, this guy might be the tallest player in the league now, at least, mm-hmm. you know, while he's being called up. I did know about him... Not by name. I knew there was a giant call-up guy from the Rangers who in the stadium series the other day against the Islanders, he had his first NHL fight, and it was like the mic'd-up moment was really cool. Like, Matt Martin, like, you want it? Like, you want this to be your first fight? And he's like, yeah. And then they went at it, and it was a really good fight um, and whatnot. And you're like, yeah, Goon. I don't know. Like, this is as close as it gets now. He's he's got a ton of penalty minutes in the AHL and not much production. So I don't want to call him just an outright goon either. He has 12 minutes of NHL or 12 NHL penalty minutes and only nine minutes of ice time. So that's, <laughs> okay. that's pretty good. Well, limited, limited well that's sample. because of limited last sample. night probably, right? Last, Is that because of last night or was that before last well, night? He got in that yeah. fight in the stadium series too. So, right, like small okay. sample there. So, like, Ryan Whitney's question here. Is Ryan Whitney anywhere, by the way? Former NHLer. Uh, oh, Spit and Chicklets podcast. Um, he is... I think he's kind of making the claim here that, like, what are you supposed to do, right? Like, is there anything right. this guy is really allowed to do if he's going to get tossed for this? So, so right. So I went and I looked at the comments from Ryan Whitney's tweet. I think most comments are kind of agreeing with him. There are a lot of people pushing back, like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, look what he, he deserves, 10 games, 15 games for this. I also saw our buddy Carlo Koliakovo tweeted about this Mm -hmm. and he just wrote how many games meaning like he probably thinks this is a hit that deserves a suspension here's the issue i have i just don't know anymore because of this stuff it is i know it's on a completely different level it's what is a catch what is an illegal hit in hockey joe then i thought about okay in, in in my world of the sport i cover on a daily basis i love hockey i watch hockey all the time go to sabers games but i have to cover these same kinds of things mm-hmm. when a safety hits a wide receiver and we talk all the time about whether it was avoidable not avoidable uh Jor- J- jordan poyer had one earlier this year mm-hmm. like what is he supposed to do what game was that was that washington maybe i Ooh. couldn't remember it was early though wasn't it it was early in yeah the season. It was washington maybe yeah. but do you remember we're like what is he supposed no it, it was jacksonville in london it was a huge swing it was a huge play do you remember that okay right? yeah. and like why? Like I don't know what Jordan Poyer is supposed to do on that play. The player he hit was bending down at the time, right. and Poyer's going to the ball. Now, Rempe's not going to the puck, but he's skating. And I think if he hits, I guess this is the way I would judge. If he doesn't hit his head, are we questioning anything here? No, it's no, it's all about all about head contact. Right, one hundred correct. Yeah. So then the question is, was anything with the head contact avoidable or illegal? Or was it just he happened to hit his head, unfortunately? I, That's yeah. the question you have to ask, I think. I, th- I think so. I think, though, the way they've kind of teed it up nowadays, um, maybe the NHL's not as cut and dry as the NFL is on this. The NFL's very much become, you know, if you hit the head, even if you were trying to avoid it or whatnot, whatever, you hit the head. That That's the thing. You can't do that under any circumstance. 
penalty. And I think the NHL has slowly become that where I intent might not be there and yeah, it's tough. Like it's a super fast game. They're moving twenty miles per hour, but you just can't hit the head no matter what. And I think that makes you know that there's a point to be made. That's part of the reason that you don't have guys like this Matthew Rempe in the league anymore. Six mm-hmm. eight, two forty, and he's got twenty two points in the AHL in two seasons, but a hundred and sixty penalty minutes. I, maybe there's rules like this or rulings like this that keep a guy like that out of the sport and keep it more speed and skill. Is we're not, I don't like, there's tough, like, there's not much you can do, but we're not just going to let you come in here and start hitting people in the head because you're tall. I just think it's a really tough ask, and I'm not disagreeing. That's how they have adjudicated this, right? That's what we see. It's happening in football, too, right? That is exactly right in football, Joe, which is the same thing with the Jordan Poyer hit, and we see it every single week somewhere Mm. in the league. We say, what is he supposed to do? That is the question we have, and then the league is like, I don't know what you're supposed to do, just don't hit him in the head. Like, really, that's their answer, just don't hit him in the head. Yeah, And and I get it. I understand why they do that, but the – it is such a tough onus on these guys, and they are flying so fast. I mean, yeah. at that brief moment to avoid him, I, I, you could, I guess, someone could watch this video and say Rempe could have moved some way to avoid the head. I think that's tough, and you could think, oh, you know, that's what he does. He's a physical guy. I just think it's tough. He he didn't extend his arm. He didn't, like, lean into him. Yeah. He literally took his elbow and put it in. He tucked his elbow in, Joe. Look at it. He almost yeah, kind of knew he was going to hit his head and said, I'm not going to have my elbow out. Yeah. No, he did. I, I think then, like, what does a coach tell him? What does the, a league person tell him about this play? Because, right, if I'm if I'm Rempe, again, this, this fourth liner for the uh, Rangers just got called up and got tossed last night for this hit, he... He tucks his elbow. He doesn't doesn't charge him. Like he glides into him. He doesn't, you know, take the stride, stride, stride hit. He he stops right before. Um, he doesn't leave the ground. Like r- really, it's a pretty technically sound hit. I think the only thing you can tell him if you're a coach is you can't deliver that hit in today's NHL. What you have to do is you have to slow up and you have to butt, you have to stick your butt out into him or you just have to kind of almost posterize him or uh post him up and take the puck because the guy is the guy's kind of losing the puck there. And y- this is one where I think the league would tell him you don't care about the puck here. You just want to hit the guy. And even if you hit him perfectly or hit him as well as you could, you want to hit the guy. And you're not going to survive in today's league that way. You have to play the puck there. Because you could have the puck. He could have stolen the puck away, but his intent, he wanted to make the hit. And I'm sure he probably thinks that's his gateway to getting in the league, which is going to be a tough balance for him individually. But that would be what I would tell him, is you just, you know, you'll never be able to make that hit. You're too big to do it, and you're going to have to, you're going to, have to find a different way to play yeah. the game where you're focusing on the puck there, not the player. I'll give you something else I didn't know until I looked this up. Bastion's actually 6'4". He's not super small. Oh, that's pretty. That's crazy. He's a tall dude. Because he looks small in this clip. Right. That's how big this dude is. Yeah, I know. Right? Holy cow. Nathan Bastion. Yeah. I think I'm saying his name right. I don't know if it's Bastion or not. I don't know if I'm saying Rempe right. 
Are we sure? Uh, I think I am just based on the way that the, the broadcast did. I, I watched the, the play-by-play. You never that's, know, that's though. Right. Talinder was Talinder for six years before we finally had that, uh, <laughs> had that corrected. You never know with these guys. No, that's right. And by the way, I'm thinking also, it is just yesterday we talked a lot about the brawl, and that was Drury, and this is Drury's team that he plays for, right? It's um, mm-hmm. just a little bit coincidental here, I guess. You know, this is Drury's team. Drury, and I guess from what I'm reading, I'm reading some Rangers fans saying they have – Several of these kinds of guys, like in the organization that they're mm-hmm. trying to, you know, that we'll see. Like, do they play? Do they not? But there, some Ranger fans are like, yeah, like they've kind of built a team that has some of these guys now. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's talk about that for a moment because I, I actually had this written down to get to a little bit later because I was talking to our boss about this yesterday, just kind of like off, off to the side, like about uh, you know Tom Wilson, who I, like maybe mm-hmm. he gets traded uh, from the Capitals, and kind of the way the Panthers are. The Panthers are like this too. Like you mentioned, the Rangers have more size and toughness than a lot of the top teams in recent years. And Florida is kind of the same thing. That They might be more so because they're, they're top players, like, of course, Matthew Kachuk. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Are like that. Um, and a couple of their defensemen, too. But... There is maybe this little, little bit of resurgence on a couple of top teams for mm-hmm. that type of player. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Leafs went out and signed Ryan Reeves. I don't think it's helping them at all. He's actually also not doing all the stuff he's supposed to do. He goes out the other night to, you know, what, defend their honor after that cross-checking incident with Morgan Riley with 10 seconds to go, and he doesn't do anything. So, uh, you know, whatever. But I, I was thinking about that with the Sabres this week, too, where... I am never into that type of idea. Like, just give me as much speed and skill as possible, and if I have enough of it, you know, I'll figure out the fourth line stuff. I'll figure out the that element of it later. I think that's easier to get. That's easier to replace. But I'm at a point now, Sal, where especially listening to, man, like uh, us yesterday and listening to Bulldog and Nate on you know, taking calls on, like, what you miss the most and the brawl anniversary where I am just so, I'm so missing 
I'm missing them being a great team, missing the the days where they were in the playoffs, what it felt like to care, the building being as full and energetic as possible. I tweeted the other day during that Canadiens game, which was really chippy, that this this is a game where I miss a Patrick Coletta. Just because he was going to get your heart racing, right? Like, he was going to start something. He was going to throw a hit. Guys were going to be chasing him around. You were going to have a, a just, you were going to care about the game more because he was in it. Where I'm at a point now where I'm just like throwing my hands up and saying, like, if you want to go build this team around these top players now and just go get six, five guys that can hit and can, you know, n- not get pushed around. Even now, even I'm at a point now where, like, whatever, try it, because I'll try anything at this point. Joe, Joe, have you become the caller that we get pretty regularly of, they're just not tough enough, go get a bunch of guys who you know, are just going to go check everybody? I'm The plumbers? Go get some plumbers? <laughs> I yeah, am closer. You become that guy. I am closer to being that guy than I ever have in my entire life. Yeah. I'm I'm close. I, I I don't disagree that they need a little bit more of that. I think the team recognizes that, Joe. Look at the guys they actually acquired. Now, I'm not sitting here and, and saying that this is a these are great players they brought in, but let's at least look at how they've approached it, which is Jordan Greenway, Riley Stillman, right? I mean, like they brought guys in who okay, and I think Stillman was this guy, right? Like he's a pretty physical guy. Um they they they're not going out and getting like you know Zidane Chara in his prime, but they brought in guys who can be a little more physical because I think even Kevin Adams has recognized that they need some of that. They have this skill. They have, but but I don't know where you fit these players anymore in today's league because you also have to remember. And Jordan Greenway has acclimated himself. That's fine, just fine. Um, this is not a Rempy we're talking about, I guess. But I think that right. it's a very tough ask to put a piece of the puzzle because of how you have to play. And where do you have room for those guys to play how many minutes a night? You know, because the other team's also going to have a lot of skill in the way the game is played today. Yeah. No, you're, they are, they have, like Eric Robinson maybe was another Eric move Robinson. with this in yes. mind a little bit. Yes. They are definitely, like Greenway's a little bit more of an investment. That's a, that's a top nine guy. That's a second round pick you gave up. He's under contract. Um, the rest of them are like, you know, fringe roster guys, which is kind of the way I would have, at the time, liked to have seen them do things. I don't know. I, <clears throat> I don't want to imply that's the reason they're not winning. I think there's a lot of reasons that they are not winning. I mean, I, it's just right, like, g- give me a pulse, you know? When these games, I think it can be easy to get sucked into this type of thinking when the games don't have a lot of stakes and when you don't think, when you know they don't have as much stakes and you know you don't have that type of playoff intensity as we get into, get into the spring months here, I, I, think, I think you can, you can easily think, well, they don't care either, right? Because you don't. You don't care as much. So every little thing you're looking for where, oh, look, uh, Tage is gliding there. Or, uh, you know, uh, why isn't, why isn't uh, Casey Middlestat mad that that just happened in front of the net? Like, because, you know, we don't, what, we, what do we miss? I heard it yesterday all the time. Missing the, 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 how much you would hate the other team just on that given night because you got too close to our goaltender. And then you're watching the game and you want to climb over the glass and you want to defend, you know, Ryan Miller's honor in that way. And you don't see that in these February, March, April games when you're 
mm-hmm. when you're ten points out. I just I don't know though if that is the roster or if that's just you know the team is well, where it's been ten times already. I, I do think it reminds me a lot of in football, and I've been saying this for many years, and we we're seeing it a lot, Joe. Where it is a very cyclical game, right? Where we've eliminated a lot of the kinds of stuff we've been talking about. So now it's just this really skilled game. It's super fast. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of hitting. And what you're talking about is kind of going back. Teams are, okay, well, wait a minute. How do I counter that? Well, how about if I kind of push those kinds of guys around a little bit? Let's see what they're made of. And you're seeing a team like the Rangers, it looks like are starting to do that a little bit here. So I do think you're going to have a little bit of that. And I, I do think the Sabres in some respects have to have something to be able to counter that. I think the issue is they're wrestling with, if they do that, how, how how do those guys play? Where do they play? Because they have, this is a skilled game and it's a really tough piece. But I agree that we are coming back to that a little bit. And you've mentioned it. Some of these top teams even are having guys on the roster who are a little bit more physical and not afraid to go after it a little bit. Yeah, you can you can really do it both ways. I'm looking now at a a chart at eliteprospects.com, average size by team, and you can you can win a bunch of different ways. Colorado is the second leading Stanley Cup favorite, and they're the third smallest team in the league. And Edmonton mm-hmm. is the Stanley Cup favorite, and they're the third biggest team in the league. So <laughs> there you go. You, yeah. you can kind of have it. Uh, you can well, go both go both ways. Okay, but um, uh, actually, we if there, there's somebody I think we had a call here from Dell who I think mm-hmm. is talking about the difference between size and physicality, right? You want to yeah. take that because I think that's a good point there. I'll I'll, I'll hit it here, Dell. Go ahead, you're on WGR. Yeah, yeah. I just want to draw back uh, to the days where we had Michael Pekka, and he used to lay yeah. people out all over the ice all the time. And I wouldn't say he was necessarily considered a big guy, and uh, but he brought a physicality to his game and an intensity. But you do sort of have to have a couple of those players to support him because he draws a crowd when you do something like that, right? And so you need somebody just, you know, to, to protect your players when a scrum happens. Um, going to the hit, I wonder whether on that hit, um, going back to this hit where the guy should get suspended, yep. should not yep. get suspended or whatever with Rangers, um, would that same justice be applied in the AHL where he just came from? In the AHL, would that have been considered, oh, that's a, that's a penalty in a game? And if in junior, the same thing? Because, you know, these players are, are like training and learning their craft going through these levels of play. And then you get to the NHL, do all the rules suddenly change? I, 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 is, why are you asking that they would differentiate? I guess. Why am I asking to differentiate? Well, just because, you know, you've got comments from ex-NHL players like, what are you supposed to do there? And what do you, mm-hmm. like, like your instincts of hockey, when you talk about players, like you're playing on instincts. And you're taught that through training. Your instincts sort of rely on your training. So if you've been trained that, you know, this is, you finish a check, you, 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 you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that he doesn't have the puck anymore. He's just played the puck, you finish your check. Yeah. But now it's like, no, but when you get to the NHL, no, you now you don't finish your check. You had to do that to get there, and now, but now you don't do that. Now you get there. You well, see what I'm saying, I that's what that's I. Much I don't know. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dell. I don't know what is being coached at those levels where, you know, <clears throat> I I can guarantee you, once upon a time, that was being told to players, hey, finish your check there. I don't know. I think you there might be may, may, maybe most coaches now even maybe all of them maybe I don't know what the number is would tell him. You gotta slow up. 
just body him out of the picture and you have the puck now. That's what you want to do. That that that's the play. Especially when like you can say, you know, finish your check and like that's what you you want that physicality and you did all the things right when it came to hitting him. You also have to assume that the referee is not going to be able to compute all of that in 0.2 seconds because of how fast the game is going. If you hit a guy and he's laying on the ice bleeding like this Devils player was, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt on anything. You're going to get a penalty. I I think almost just by result, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's face it. Refereeing is is imperfect. I, I know this gets said about football officiating a lot. I tend to think that NHL officiating is by far the worst because it is so much more subjective with every single penalty than everything else where I just think they play the result. I think if a guy's laying on the ice bleeding, there's just not much you can do. I think they're, they're going to call a penalty on you every time. I, I would have to, Dell, to answer your question, <clears throat> I'd have to see <clears throat> excuse me, how the AHL generally yeah. officiates these sorts of things. I don't know that. So I don't know the answer to your question. Would it be? But I do think there's a point here Dell's making that is right, which is, and I think this is what you're getting at. And again, I go back to football here when – when this started happening in football, where they really cracked down on um, defenseless receivers, in your whole life you've been taught, go and jar the ball loose, hit that guy. If he's coming over the middle, man, make him pay, right? And all of a sudden, like, it was maybe, what, 10 years ago or so, they just said, like, doesn't matter. You touch a guy, after his, he's, his eyes come off the ball, you, it is a penalty. And everybody talked about but that's how we've taught it all through our lives. Since Pee Wee and Pop Warner in high school – and I don't know, I guess the question would be, Dell, those levels are how quickly they are to respond to when the NFL said, we're just throwing the flag all the time. I don't know how quickly these other leagues are to these types of things. I'd have to see the stats. But I do think there's a point there of, yeah, you get to the highest of level, it's kind of changed from what it was after what we all taught our whole lives. But what I will tell you is, they do that now in football at every level. They that you can't like you hit a defenseless receiver. You go to a high school game on a Friday night. You're getting the same types of you know adjudication again on mm-hmm. those same hits that you are in the NFL, where maybe initially you weren't. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the phone number that was getting connected with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at northtownkia.com. We have Kyle Krabs coming up at eight a.m. We've got some hockey in between. I got a pull up on. The current Sabres core and whether you Mm. still believe, because I think this was often said last year, I remember saying it, that, oh, this core, like, they'll be the ones that turn this around. Like, they will, it will happen. Do you still believe that? Do you still believe this core of players will turn it around? I also want to explore with like, who even, you know, gets to be a part of that core right now, because I think even that is a little bit in flux um, with Middlestad and, and others. Mm-hmm. 803-0550 is the phone number. It is a Friday. We've got the scouting combine next week, which is exciting. Uh, so maybe a little bit of a preview on that as well. Jody Biasi, Sal Capaccio, it's Jeremy and Joe. Jeremy is off today and Monday. He'll be back on Tuesday. And we'll get to your phone calls after this here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.